gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the Renaissance Woman, Melissa Itell Joran. You can go to melissaiteljoran.com or uh, go to Melissa Vision. You got Roku and or Amazon Fire and go there. And it's a work in progress, but uh, we're getting there. And uh, the author of several books, the subject of two separate documentaries, and of course, uh, long running radio show host and uh, podcast, Melissa Itell Joran. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, we were talking a little off mic about the uh, horrible tragedy. Uh, the woman um, had two children uh, die of uh, fentanyl poisoning. And uh, what what happened with, with Joe Biden? I only caught the tail end of of the, the conversation um, that somebody was having about it. But did he laugh at, a, at an awkward moment? Well, he was speaking to a bunch to a, a group of Democrats about a uh, supposedly. Uh, uh, I don't know if he was laughing at this, at, at the at the uh, the subject of this uh, of this interview that was very heart wrenching. It was a mother who lost her two teenage sons to fentanyl at overdose, but he, I think he was laughing to, to the fact that. Marjorie Taylor Greene might have had something to do with arranging this interview. Oh my and, God! Uh, that's yeah. what he was laughing at, and he said, "I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I, I don't fall for anything Marjorie Taylor Greene does or wants." And I understand that Marjorie Taylor Greene now is the, I guess the the pinata for the Republican Party in Congress, because uh, she certainly has has uh, gone up the ladder of influence, and she's. She's very close with Patrick, um, with uh, McCarthy. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she, Ke- yeah, Kevin McCarthy needed Kevin her McCarthy, vote yeah. and needed uh, her little faction, and it was, uh, it, you know, it it was devastating when he did that. It was uh, it was the beginning of the end for um, for any semblance of normalcy in the uh, in the Republican Party. He had no choice. I mean, how many times did he did he get shot down? And, uh, you know, it, now Joe Biden has an easy out for for just about anything that happens. And, um, you know, he just says Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I don't even know who's supporting Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I mean, I know Republicans who think she's out of her mind, you know, even hard nose Republican, hard line Republican. Um, her support comes from her place in Georgia. And, um, you know, apparently her her district, is she popular? I mean, I know she's popular enough to get elected, but does she win by a landslide? Well, I, I guess she's. She probably has opposition in Georgia, but I mean, I mean, look at look at the George Santos. Uh, McCarthy didn't do a thing; he kept him there. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a choice. He's got such a thin majority, and uh, he's holding on by a thread. Now he's being investigated now, but McCarthy didn't do anything. I mean, they, uh, he just. He, he needed him for the vote. That's all. That, that's all that mattered. But he doesn't. I don't know what the, the status of his of, of uh, George Santos's uh, committee assignments are right now. I don't know if he's actually sitting in on anything. Just yeah, just amazing. There's there's not a lot you can do 
in a situation like that. I mean, the uh, uh, if you need the votes, you need the votes. It's either that or don't become speaker. And um, he needed Santos's vote. He needed um, Marjorie Taylor, um, her vote. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's politics makes strange bedfellows, but it's uh, when you're desperate, uh, it's it even becomes stranger. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I don't think this, they, these these characters, Marjorie Taylor Greene or George Santos, are doing the pub, the party any any favors, and and and. Uh, I mean, it's not. I, I I can't blame Kevin McCarthy for for George Santos's election. I can't blame him for, you know, staying silent about him. Um, but um, the fact that that such um, bizarre people are drawn, or uh, are, 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 are I don't know if they're recruited, but they're definitely groomed by the party. They're definitely welcomed into the party. So you know, makes says a lot. It makes it you know might might actually. Um, Harm rather than help the the chance there the the chances for 2024. I, I mean they're groomed, but they're also nominated by the party. And and I I'll I'll say this I was in politics a very long time, and uh, I was in also in the the bar business. I owned nightclubs and restaurants and um, a, a lot of you know rock rock clubs uh, specifically, uh, but uh, the music business and uh, all of that. The craziest people that I've ever met in my life have come from politics, and uh, and people, many people who run for office, are are downright crazy, which both both of those people that we mentioned are, um, you know, the, the Talibs of the world and Omars, yeah, they're crazy, but in a scarier way, to to be honest with you, and and it's unfortunate the Republicans would have them to pound on, and uh, and and the AOCs of the world, but. When uh, when you have, um, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene on one side and uh, and standing next to her is is George Santos. Whether I, what what has Marjorie Taylor Greene said about George Santos? Has she said anything about him? Not that I know of. You know, I wonder. Yeah, she, you hasn't, know. she hasn't condemned him or or really accepted him. You know, she she needs friends too. You know, she's uh, it's important for her, her to have some kind of friends. Um, I, I don't know if, if she looks at life like that. I mean, what is she? Uh, who are her closest allies in Congress? Um, is, is is there one that stands out to you? Marjorie Taylor Greene's closest. Co- oh, she Matt Matt Gantz from Florida. Yeah. Oh, they I, hang out a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's a Trump guy, or he was a Trump guy. He is. Yeah, yeah he is was a, Trump a big guy. Trumper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lauren Boebert is in the same. She, she, you know, she. She runs in the same circles. Um, I don't know if they're bu- best buddies, but they, they definitely are in the same circles. They're in the same social, you know, social circles. The same. They, they run into each other. I don't know. You know, they're they're on top committees. I mean, that's the big thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene is in a top committee. I mean, all these people that you cringe at are, are have been given plum assignments. They they have power. They mm-hmm. have power, and they right. have. Uh, prestige. I mean, uh, they might not have stability and sanity, but they do have uh, <laughs> they do have prestige. Uh, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, MelissaItellJoran.com is a great place to go. Uh, and you're know, talking here about the bizarre uh, antics of of politics. And um, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We got on that uh, basically from uh, 
uh, from our conversation started, uh, first thing I asked you about was George, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Joe Biden laughing at an awkward moment. And, uh, and here we are. I mean, this is, you know what? This is what's wrong with Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, where uh, Biden has a terrible um, slip up. I, you know, look, I, you, you lose a child to anything. A parent should never have to bury a child. But you lose a child to fentanyl, fentanyl uh, poisoning, uh, ne- nevertheless, two children. And yeah. the president of the United States is laughing. And, uh, and you know, and instead of having uh, to explain away why would you laugh at a, at a moment like this, um, it's, you know, here we are talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene because he, could, he can just pull that out of his ear. Uh, I'm using a nicer word than I was going to use. Uh, uh, he could pull that out <laughs> of his ear when he uh, uh, whenever he needs something and it really is it is a distraction and they're a problem for the Republican Party I mean they uh, there is um, uh, there is no arguing that no no but you see the, the, the thing is that, that the, the, this distraught mother was was assailing the the United States um, uh, lackadaisical um, border policy that's been allowing fentanyl to to get into our country and get into the hands of, of, of kids like hers and she she was i mean it's just heart-wrenching to listen to it it's been the the, the her her um i don't know if it was an interview but her her statement was very uh, was was very sad i mean she's she lost two two sons 18 and 20 i believe and she felt felt that that biden just wasn't doing enough to to, to stop the influx of, of fentanyl into this country and he's and biden was laughing he had some kind of event some kind of function with a bunch of democrats and they were finding it funny that he was laughing not only at at, at uh, this whole you know the, this this televised uh um uh, assailant uh, assault on his on, on, uh, on the border and this woman's grief which is really hard to listen to, and I think you, it was, you heard it more on Fox and News Nation, Newsmax rather, maybe News Nation, I'm not sure, than you did on, on CNN, but it has made the rounds. Um, and, and he was saying, um, you know, uh, it's not my, he didn't say it's my, not my fault, but it sounded as though he was saying, it's not my fault, I didn't condone, I didn't authorize fentanyl in, in, into this country. I, I I don't I, I it's not me. Um, you look. Um, let me tell Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's it's the prior administration that did that, not mine. That's that was his answer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. But she, he could have just said, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for her loss or nothing. He was he was directing this uh, uh, toward Marjorie Taylor Greene, though she had, she was the, the she was the, uh, you know, the, 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 the puppeteer behind all this, without any regard for the, the feelings of this woman, who's 
children had fallen victim to fentanyl. Now, of course, you know, you, 18, 20 years old, I don't know if they started it at that age or it was after a long-term use that they, they overdosed. I don't know how many years they were on fentanyl, but, it, you know, she, she lost two sons. And he's saying, no, this isn't, you know, it's not my administration. It's the other administration. Go blame the other administration. Yeah, uh, you know, just again, I'll say it again. No parent should ever have to bury a child. Um, but if there's a way to stop fentanyl from coming in, uh, we're, we're not doing it. Frank McKay here, once again, MelissaItellJoran.com uh, for the documentaries or Melissa Vision. Uh, Melissa, getting back to uh, fentanyl, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know much about fentanyl other than it's deadly when they, they mix it in with the, the heroin. Um, is it coming from Mexico, fentanyl? And, and what is it exactly? I know it's a, it's, it's a drug, but what is that, or a substance, you know, uh, what, what is it exactly, and why does it come across the border from Mexico? It's banned here, right, but not banned in Mexico? Um, I guess it's not. I mean, it's, uh, you know, fentanyl is, is, is essentially a Chinese-made product of, of artificial cocaine. It's worse than cocaine, um, and it, it has... Uh, the, the, you know the, the sympathizers with the president say that it's not actually coming through the you know the, it's not being you know smuggled through Mexico. It's it's coming on 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 trucks. Uh, yeah. so, you know um, I don't know. I mean this is he could have been a little bit more compassionate to, uh, toward this woman uh, who's obviously you know um, suffering through the loss of her her sons. It could have been you know it, it's it's not becoming of a president. Of the United States to, to just uh, assume this is a, um, a, a a political a politically engineered uh, um, weapon by a, you know somebody who is universally despised in democratic circles and he could have had a little more compassion toward the toward this the, the, the woman who is behind the message whose whose problems whose tragedy is being played out. Isn't this a conversation we usually have about uh, his vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, right? That she's laughing at the wrong time, and uh, you know, laugh. you know, usually, <laughs> usually Biden, we're we're wondering uh, if he knows where he is. Uh, in this case, he even had an explanation and an excuse for where he was, but was inappropriate. No matter what, uh, when you're talking about the death of children, and I don't care if they're they're. Um, uh, 18 years old, 20 years old, there's still this woman's children. Um, uh, you know, you got to be very, very sensitive, especially when you're the president of the United States. Usually we're talking about uh, Kamala Harris uh, doing this. Uh, obviously, Biden's got uh, to do a better job, and this, this shouldn't even be an issue. Uh, this is a, just a terrible... I, I think she demanded an apology, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it and people who you know, not just the supporters of, of Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I guess you know, naturally, um, Republicans that thought this was an, an, just an, an awful and a, an egregious affront to, to just you know, um, a, a, a human suffering to, to one woman's plight. But because it's they, somehow or other, it's been attached to Marjorie Taylor Greene. It, it's it's fallen to the wayside. You know, if Trump would have done this, under all circumstances, he would have been grilled. It would have been front page. It would have been the lead story everywhere. This wasn't the lead story, was it? 
No, but it made the rounds. You know, it was played often enough. It's it's it was online. It was it was it went viral enough. And and the fact that the president was in, uh, hosting an event or he was invited to an event of uh, Democrats and he said this um, makes the administration look kind of I don't know looks callous. I'm not saying you know let you know support what Marjorie Taylor Greene does, but. Um, Regardless, this is about somebody's actual life story. Yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah, uh, amazing that this happens. Um, I, we were talking about the Murdoch uh, uh, trial uh, that uh, that just occurred. I don't know much about it. Uh, what What do you know? And I know you didn't study it hard, but uh, it is big news. Uh, it, it, let's t- touch on uh, Alex Murdoch a, a tiny bit. What's your uh, what's your take on the whole thing? Can you give us a little summary? Well, yesterday, uh, the the jury deliberated for three hours and found him guilty. Now, this man, who is a uh, part of a, a legacy family, of a legacy, a big legacy in South Carolina. This is an, a legal legacy. His his great grandfather's portrait hangs in the courthouse. Uh, these they 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 they've. Uh, this is going back to the early 20th century. Uh, these are prominent, wealthy attorneys uh, who, uh, to, for whom uh, South Carolina is known. And it seems almost everybody in that vicinity has some connection to that family, knows somebody there. I mean, it, it's, these, are lo- these are the local celebrities. This is you know, big time of money, influence. And Alex Murdoch, who uh, was riding high in his, his firm, somehow or other decided that he needed to embezzle money from his law firm. And then uh, he was afraid, I think, that his wife had, and his son had found out. And he shot them. That's what he was accused of. Wow. And, of, of course, the trial has been the, you know, the talk of um, all, the, uh, all, uh, you know, all the cable networks, especially Core TV, and Newsmax, uh, News Nation, um, CNN, and Fox went live with the, with the uh, when, when the verdict was um, was announced. He he was, despite being on putting himself on the stand, thinking because he's one of the best lawyers in South Carolina that he can out talk everyone and and maybe uh, turn uh, you know the direction of the of, of the case in his favor and get one person because you only need one one person you need to one, hang the jury. One, right? One yes that he could overturn this uh the jury didn't buy it and the judge really good judge judge newman excellent judge yeah he 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 really he instructed them he said you know we'll think of the victims when you're making your decision uh he did not plan to keep them there you know over the weekend he he uh, gave them enough you know time and space and i guess he he had he only ordered them lunch or, or just you know not dinner he was pushing this. He wanted this to go, you know, the right way. Very good, excellent judge, and 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 very smart, and and you know, no nonsense jury saw right through this man who put on the 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 the, the wailing wall of of uh, testimony when he yeah. when he insisted, and it was team to his, his expensive defense team that he be placed on, he be put on the stand and explain his story. And he was crying. I didn't see all this, but he put on the waterworks. But they didn't buy it because uh, even though this was a largely circumstantial case with vi- with video from, you know, from cell phones and 
and uh, uh, it, the, the, what they had, the ballistics reports, the casings. They didn't find the weapons. Everything seemed to match um, items found in his own house. You know, that is his, in his house, by the way, he's got a hunting estate. So think of that. Think of imagine this. He doesn't just have a house. He he had a hunting estate. Yep. He had a, a, a shooting range or whatever it was where they went hunting. Um, he had other estates. I mean, the the, the the they went they toured the jury toured the property. I mean, it was huge. I mean, I mean this was um, they had built an empire going back to. Um, you know, going back to the, the, the great-grandparents, and this man was worth millions, and he was the top attorney in, in South Carolina, and he thought that by putting himself on the stand, he could, you know, he could spar with the prosecutors, and, and that didn't work. The jury didn't buy that, uh, because in the end, it all made sense. He, it was all about him. He, didn't, he, he wasn't shedding tears so much for his, his actions toward his son. I mean, he, he shot his son in the brain, in the head, and then he shot the wife. I don't know how you can live with yourself. I, I mean, he, yes, he embezzled money. That is bad. That's going to be another charge. He'll have to go on trial for that now that he's going to be sentenced this morning. So uh, wait, wait, you know, look for, look out for a trial on addressing his embezzlement. Um, but he, he, he was explaining, oh, I was on opioids, and there was this, and, and it just seems that the excuses. And, and the, the, I think the, the defense made a big mistake by putting him up there. They should have gone after somebody else. Maybe that would have, that would have instilled doubt in somebody's mind. You know, maybe uh, they could have said, oh, this person was, is, you know, anti this or anti that or biased or whatever. No, they, they went with his way, which was wrong. If he thought he could just out, out, you know, he could outsmart everyone because he's a, you know, he's, he's, he's an attorney. He's a big, big time litigator. Well, it, nobody bought it, so he's going to be spending the, probably the rest of his life somewhere. I don't know where, I don't know how, but he's going. He will never be heard from again. Yeah. Well, listen. If there's a hell and I end up there, I'm going to take a good look around. If I don't see Murdoch in there, I'm going to be screaming my ass <laughs> off. I mean, he is. Uh, he is an evil, uh, an unbelievably evil person i don't care how much he cries he can cry cry a river and uh and he wasn't going to win over anybody there but good for the jury good for the judge yes. i think they excellent yeah south, yeah south carolina did did themselves they they did themselves proud and and that's the way to conduct a trial an excellent judge um, and and no nonsense jury you know it's uh maybe a moot point but but he's going to get roasted in that investment trial he's there's no way he's going to win that thing. No, no, no. And, and he has one son remaining. I don't know. I'm not sure if he had other children, but there was one son remaining who was watching this unfold. And yeah, they, they're going to. He's the, the assets are going to be taken. They're going to be. The, the court is going to seize the assets. And uh, that well, the remaining child has son has has no family. I mean. This is just a, this is awful. I, I can't understand how you could shoot your son in the head. I mean, the, both the wife and the son had suspected something was going on. The wife was going to take go to a matrimonial lawyer. Uh, I, I don't. I, I just. I can't. I just can't fathom this. But you know, we we don't know. The minds of some people are, are just so. Uh, they're just so difficult, so inexplicable.
Yeah, I mean, this is a guy with uh, with uh, generations now of money, and you know, a lot of times, right? I mean, it was it was it his grandfather or his great grandfather that made the money? Oh. Well, they they established the family. I mean, the, the, there's a portrait in the courthouse of his great grandfather. I mean, this was a th these were the you know these were the local these were the town the like the, the legacy of the town of of that of that city uh that had the the portrait by the way was taken down you know before the trial began um but um, you know it's like it's like the um here's an analogy okay the the roosevelts you know back in in you know years ago you know the roosevelts of high park the roosevelts yeah. of oyster bay you know we're talking um the what not that these that, that they reached the White House, but the Murdochs were big time stuff. I mean, this, this was a big time family, and and, and it's a, it's not only humiliating, it's just uh, it's not it's it, uh, commit murder, embezzlement. Okay, that's terrible enough, but then to kill your own your own your your wife and your son. Amazing. I mean, how cold hearted, you know, must you be? I mean, it, you know, look, the Manson family. Are as cold-hearted as you could be, uh, and they they killed uh, they killed strangers. Uh, you know, yeah. th th you know, to kill your own son. And, and I, I'm not giving the Manson family a pass. Uh, pass. They are uh, they are as uh, evil as you can. Charles Manson. Not that he did it himself, but uh, he was as evil as uh, as they come. And um, mm -hmm. and and they still didn't kill their sons and their. Uh, and and their uh, wife and whatever. I mean, uh, this is this is cold-hearted. I mean, this is this is an evil man. Oh, beyond evil. I mean, th this is a he. He is as cold-blooded as any as any of them. He he definitely is a a, a sick, conniving, uh, um, a poor a, a poor excuse of a human being. If you want to call him a human being. Yeah, amazing. I, you know, on the. In defense of the defense uh, lawyers, uh, yeah, bad idea to put them on, uh, but they might not have had a choice. Uh, he might have been calling the shots during all of this. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. He's got a big name. Uh, right. They, he's, yeah, they might have just yielded to uh, to him. No doubt, and he's, you know, he himself is a big attorney. He's well, he was one of the best, the best attorney in in. Um, South Carolina. I mean, that's what the family's known for. Yeah, uh, amazing. The whole thing is amazing. Uh, what part of South Carolina? What was the uh, what was the town? Oh, that's a good question. I can't remember. Yeah, it, I can't either. Yeah. But it's it, 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 it's 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 on the map. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Frank McKay here. Melissa, uh, I tell Joran.com. Uh, much more importantly, is where to go. Uh, watch the documentaries there. Um, what is the latest? I saw uh, on uh, what, uh, Laura Ingram's show. I saw DeSantis uh, there, and uh, and she had asked him, you know, uh, you know, Governor, um, you know, what do you think about the uh, severe criticism you're getting from uh, from Donald Trump or whatever? And, and he just looked, you know, kind of straight ahead. Um, and uh, you can tell he, he hates Trump, right? I mean, DeSantis mm -hmm. has to hate Trump. Um, but he didn't get sucked into it, uh, at least uh, the section that I saw. And he kept deflecting back to uh, back to Florida uh, and everything else. Uh, how long is this going to go on for, you think, before he announces that he's going to run? 
for president, or is that going to happen at all? And it remains to be seen. It's early yet. You only have one other announced candidate, declared candidate. Nikki Haley. Uh, right, which I don't think she's going to do very much. She's just in it to see. She's not going to get anywhere close to a nomination. Maybe she'll be up for consideration for VP or cabinet post. But um, the others that I you know, the, the, the cast, the... <laughs> The cast of the uh, the usual suspects they have uh, you know the Ted Cruz's and uh, the other people the, the the other governors Ted Cruz uh, and of course and his Senate colleague uh, Marco Rubio they haven't they haven't announced yet I, I expect one of them will um, and with this DeSantis I don't think he'll he's not in a terrible rush I, I think we have to see what happens once we we have the slate of candidates and it's going to be a cast of a thousand you know. If you think of it, there's no need for Rubio and or Cruz to jump in yet because all they're going to do by jumping in early is they're going to get the wrath of Trump, right? Trump mm -hmm. is just going to beat him up. Lion Ted, here's Lion Ted again. Eh. No, but that's old. That's old news, Lion Ted and little little Marco. <laughs> yeah, right. So he's, uh, But the thing is they're going to beat they, – he's going to beat them up as soon as yeah. they get in. So they figured, why am I in a hurry to get in there? And also, Trump is, you know, not exactly running away with anything. His, um, his former president's numbers aren't exactly uh, stellar, right? I mean, what's, uh, uh, what's his numbers look like now? I mean, is he at 36%? And that's without any I opponent. Know, but, I don't know, but his, his recent venture into uh, to East Palestine, Ohio, did, yep. did help his image. Because nobody else went there. Buttigieg, who looked like a fool, it reminded me of um, a kid and you know dressing up for Halloween and you know in the protective gear and the in the yep. the, <laughs> the whatever, whatever is the the vest and the goggles. He looked like a fool. Just looked like a kid dressing up and you know for, for I don't know for bring your father to career day or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, he looked like a fool during this whole thing. He's handled this so badly, Buttigieg. Um, uh, he's finished. He's finished. He's I, finished. I think he's so. not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Um, but um, yeah, and then, and then they, they, Biden said he's going to. He, he plans to stop by in East Palestine. He doesn't know when, but he plans to. Yeah, you know he he may literally not know. Uh, he he may be p preparing a uh, a ticket for uh, for Israeli's hostile neighbor. Uh, by mistake, you know he, uh, he he may not know what's going on exactly, but uh, he know. heard Palestine and he's thinking, all right, I gotta no, gotta do so it. Close. Has any U.S. president visited Palestine? The Palestine, the the Palestine, uh, the Palestinian ter uh, territories. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's diplomatically um, correct. No, I mean they may. No, no, they've not. But no, not uh, they'll either meet in Jerusalem, but they won't meet. They won't go to, you know, the Palestine, you know, the Palestinian territories and the state and and meet with anybody there because that that's an official, I think, recognition of okay, we've got a two state solution or whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a slum, by the way, Palestine. Uh -huh. You know, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly what you would have thought. It's worse. Yeah. Than well, what it's you always it been known the people were always living in 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 dire conditions under uh, desolate, um, I mean, 
just just uh, you know utter poverty and and um, it, it was never known as a, you know a developed settlement, a developed country, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, well, it's a country. It's it's the sleaziest little country that uh, that's <laughs> ever been there. It, yeah, it is a disgrace. I told you, told you what happened when I went there. Um, yes. Yeah, it was a, a, a you know just a, a terrible um, moment. You know, I I went there because I wanted to go to Bethlehem. You know, that's where Jesus uh, was uh, was uh, you know uh, announced that he was he was born. I don't know what the what the lines look like to be honest with you. You know, it's um, you never know historically where uh, where they fall or, or whatever. But uh, Bethlehem is in Palestine, in in you know the new. Uh, lines that we know as Palestine and it is you know people told me when they went to Bethlehem years ago that it was lovely it was it was nice and it was a nice experience not lovely anymore I'll tell you that it's 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 part of Palestine and it's terrible um, amazing to me how uh, like dogs what yeah it's just unbelievable uh jerusalem is beautiful tel aviv is beautiful but i mean as soon as you cross over that border it's like it's like falling off a cliff yeah Uh, it's It's terrible i i you know it's worth an experience you know like if you want to get just get the experience of crossing over but um it's just it's amazing um that uh that well, I mean, unless it's uh, unless it's curiosity, I mean, th- nobody's going there for any kind of uh, entertainment, and uh, it, you know, it's just uh, just terrible. Did you ever go to? Uh, have you been to Israel? No, I haven't. I've, I've been elsewhere, but not um, been. El- I've been I've been to Europe a couple of t- several times, but I know I have yet to go to Israel. Yeah, well, I wasn't say it's uh, it's it, it is beautiful. I mean, it's home. Yeah. You know. Um, oh yeah. It's uh, a lot of people say they're very um, people have a, a I guess it's a it's it's a uh, an epiphany <laughs> when they come when they go to visit uh, Jerusalem. They, it's the Holy Land. It's, it's for for three religions. Basically, it holds a lot for three religions. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's uh, um, it, it's 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 an amazing experience, Israel. And, you know, just to, uh, you know, not to get too too sidetracked, but um I, I've been to almost 80 countries. Um, I don't, um, I, I don't uh, think of many places like home, but Israel is like home, you know, is absolutely like home. And um, it's, it, you know, I think I told you that I was there at, I, I was there at uh, 1.45. I, I arrived at my hotel or trying to arrive at my hotel um, at, uh, in Tel Aviv at, um, uh, you know, one forty-five at night, and there were people walking around, but nobody drunk and rowdy. Every single person that I asked about it, uh, you know, about you know where it was, and we were by the U.S. Embassy. My wife booked me. You know, she was here in New York, and she booked me by the embassy, figuring it would be kind of easy for me to find it. But I was tired from the trip and whatever, and I was having a hard time finding my uh, my hotel. Every single person I asked. Uh, offered uh, and completely sober, uh, wonderful people, warm people. Every single one of them offered to like walk me there. You know, it was just amazing. Um, it, it just, it just a great feeling. Uh, anyone who um, uh, who's traveling, 
and, and knows what it's like to feel like a complete outsider, go to Israel. You'll feel like you're home. It's just, uh, it's just an amazing experience. Um, and if you want to feel like a, um, uh, like a, like a target or, or like somebody whatever go to Palestine <laughs> you know, it's a uh, you know yeah. the same warmth I got in in, in Israel I, I got the same ire uh, same amount of ire in Palestine and I think simply because I had Israeli um, license plates on just terrible uh, treatment yeah. there just uh, you know whatever it is it is um, but again and I'm I'm not saying this to be anti-Arab at all I've I've got a lot of respect for you know many of the Arabic people out there, but by far, by by far, you want to see a disparity in in the world. Somehow they blame Israel for this. I I don't know. I mean, there's all this. There there are all these uh, very wealthy Arab uh, oil uh, folks who are pro-Palestinian supposedly. I, I don't know. Send some money to to Palestine, clean it up. It, it is a it, it is a mess. Can't blame Israel for for what they've done now. <laughs> they're not gonna. What are they gonna do? They're gonna go in and they're gonna beautify Palestine. Anyway, I, a quick thought on that, if you don't mind. I right. mean, it, yeah. you know, don't they have enough rich friends, in Palestine, to do something to improve um, uh, their conditions over there? Yeah. Well, the the, the Palestinian Authority should really take care of their people. You know, it, it's up to them. The people need the people need they deserve better. They really do. How is but, um, yeah? Well, not to cut you off, but how has Biden been on on uh, the Israeli issue? Has he been more pro Israel than than Obama was? Because Obama wasn't great with Israel. No, Obama was no friend of of, of Israel, and he there was a and he had a it was an open secret that he despised Netanyahu. He kept him waiting. No, I never thought that. I never regarded Obama as a friend to Israel. The and, and the the Iranian uh, nuclear deal I thought was a, a a total slap in the face. Not only for for us, for you know our security, but for Israel. Uh, even though uh, supporters of it, and and even our own senators, our our U.S. senators, voted for it, um, they claiming that the, this would keep them around and try. You know, uh, it would keep them in. Keep keep them in you know in in their place because we would give them aid and they would they would agree not to go you know ballistic with their with their nuclear program they're doing it anyway they're doing it anyway and we see who which side of the fence they are they're on and and I mean Israel is Israel knows what to do if if you know if it should occur that they're ready to throw something at Israel I mean they would attack them immediately they would they you know they would go right after Tehran um, because. Iran is not our friend. I mean, they, Trump got pulled out of the the Iranian deal, which um, angered them. They, uh, but uh, and Biden went back on. You know, he you know, he was you know 100 percent behind it. I don't know if he's any more or less pro-Israel. Maybe slightly. I don't know. Um, I think I think you know they they I think you know Blinken has done a I, I think a, a fairly good job of, of shuttle diplomacy. Uh, speaking on behalf of of Israel, you know, but I, I I just don't think the the Biden administration is held in great esteem um, by the you know by our our adversaries. No, uh, no fear there. That's for sure. No, absolutely not. The only fear of Biden uh, is is from the American people wondering whether yeah. he's going to push the wrong button from now to time to time. No, I don't but, think he'll push the wrong button. The the the, the fear is is he leading us into something with Russia and China. 
you know, China um, last week offered a, 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 some kind of peace deal, which I know you, you can't always take China at its word. And, and I think uh, Zelensky wanted to meet with, with Xi, President Xi, and, um, you know, uh, Biden and his group said, no, we're not going to, you know, we're not falling for this. I, I think that in the, on the whole, I think that, that, this, that Blinken is very competent. I, I think Lloyd Austin is good as defense secretary. I just think that Biden is, uh, you know, is, is, is he's carrying the message of, of the, you know, the upper echelons of the Democratic Party, of, of, the, of the ones who, you know, they, I don't know if they're looking for it, but, you know, they would, they are, you know, with the $800 million aid package to, to uh, Ukraine, they're definitely not, you know, they're definitely on the side of, 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 uh, of Zelensky. They definitely, you know, they want to go head to head with with um, Putin. They feel that if if left unchecked, he will he he might do something crazy and, and try to you know go into the neighboring regions. They don't want the the, the, the last thing we want to have is, is Putin you know knocking on the door of Poland. You know this this looks like World War Two all over again. Yep, and uh, and following World War Two, uh, only place to go is World War Three, and that's disastrous. No. Melissa, that's a conversation for a whole other day. Um, thank you. Listen, thank you for all of this. And, uh, and and once again, we thank our listeners each and every week for tuning in. Yes. We know there's a lot of options. And, uh, Melissa, you join uh, with me always in, in thanking yes. all of them. Yes, we're very grateful for all our listeners. And, you know, we, we, think, of, we think of all of you every, every day. And we're very happy to have you. Yeah, no sense in doing this without you listening, so thank you very much. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Juran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.